Welcome back to the Cones and Doe Show on this rainy September night. So quite a nice night. It hasn't rained for a while. But when it rained, it fucking pours. This episode's dedicated to all the uh, feminists that died this week when they heard that Ronda Rousey is now the highest paid fighter in the UFC. So she's actually gone past feminism, closed the wage gap, and I'm sure many women had a heart attack. <laughs> they closed that gap. <laughs> Not much. Speaking of objectif- objectification, fuck. I was quite offended. I walked past the news agent and they've had up for months an ad advertising some sort of men's health thing or maybe some women's magazine. And it has like, get a better, or like, I think, be a better catch or get a better catch. <laughs> and it's got this woman, like quite a sporty woman looking sort of sexy on a wharf holding up like from the tail like you would a fish, like a man by his legs kind of thing. And I- <laughs> Like, we're just meat to them, just considered nothing more than a fish, a rotting, stinking fish you get. Like, I, I was... It's I was, the evolution of the Cosmo mentality. I was offended. Cosmo magazine, not Cosmos. Oh, okay, I was, I was thinking. Well, I thought Cosmo Kramer at first, and I thought you meant that's the evolution of being offensive and unpolitically correct. But the, I thought it, it was an awesome story as well. It's like, holy shit, it's the most masculine sport. Sorry, the Ronda Rouse, I think. Hmm. Um most masculine sport that or professional activity you could really even be a part of mm. and uh now the highest paid fighter in mma is a is a female athlete so cool that's and fucking it, epic and this <laughs> the australian soccer team has to get jobs to go so cool it on the message boards girls it's fucking um it's 2015 and we're there baby <laughs> <laughs> we did it baby yeah <laughs> Thanks, Rhonda. Thanks, Ron. Well, this is sort of the Obama moment was for blacks. <laughs> for the African-American Sorry, community. Sorry, no, I believe black... I don't know. Maybe the blacks. Not it's the still black. a colour. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a... It's black. a bit of a grey area. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think black is technically a colour. A tone. But they are people of colour. I don't know. But that is good to I don't know. It depends what each individual takes as offensive or whatever, but... You don't mean it in an offensive way, so I don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the African-American community, then the, the female human community would be impressed by that news, I agree. Yeah, she's killing it. Mm. It was wild. And um, I guess while we're on MMA, uh, I saw some some other comments that she was making, and it was regarding, did you read the thing about Nick Diaz? The I think he's been a couple of different weights, maybe welterweight and something else. Mm. Um, old school fighter from I think Stockton, California, mm-hmm. and he tested positive in this fight against Anderson Silva, which was Anderson Silva's comeback mm-hmm. fight. Anderson the Spider Silva is like this epic Brazilian. Oh, know, I've seen him. He does the spider yeah. spidery moves. Yeah, and cool. <laughs> held held the belt for ages and shit until he <laughs> got knocked out and broke his leg against Chris Weidman. But um, Ow. but yeah, so Nick Diaz tested positive for marijuana and. <gasps> The Nevada State Athletic Commission mm. has banned him for five years. Five years, and he's like thirty-two, right? So oh. like they fucked him so bad. Michael Phelps only got taken over the, off the Cheerios box in the same fight. Hmm. Anderson Silva tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs like yeah. steroids or whatever, Oof. and got I think it was. Let, let me just get this right. Hold up. 
occupy one do that performance and so waves not a performance i'm pretty sure it was like a two-year ban sorry if i'm getting it wrong i have can't the don't gist, have it right in front the, of me but the gist of the story he got substantially it was more. either one or maybe a two-year ban for silver doing steroids and then nick ts smoking some weed <laughs> i guess if you're um if you're chronic you could argue it relaxes you or stimulates you and there's an edge to be had from smoking and everything but as far as performance enhancing drugs go that's got to be a you know they shouldn't test for it at all and i think ronda rousey's quoted here as saying that she doesn't think they should test for it at all and it's just a fucking joke so fuck that's a good that's a good excuse if you get caught using weed like come on man it's just a joke (laughs) especially if you live in colorado or washington state or some shit it's funny like it's legal it's funny this should come up now because on the way here I was listening they just held like one of the Republican candidate debates or whatever and Trump's super popular and everyone's like having a go and uh, Jeb Bush who former governor of Florida brother of George W um, is running for president and someone asked him if he'd smoke marijuana I don't know why this, this comes Jeb. up yeah and he said he did 40 years ago I was like <laughs> oh my mom isn't listening <laughs> I think she is <laughs> But I saw him on fucking Jeb Bush, okay, we all know what I like. Maybe he was high right then and yeah. it felt like 40 years ago. <laughs> this I de- think it was 40 years ago. This debate's been taken for age. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, okay, yeah, like, everyone's like, Trump is crazy and, like, you know, it's ridiculous. That, but it is ridiculous you could possibly have another fucking Bush in there. And I saw him on the Colbert show the other day, right? And he was just, even apart from just being a Bush... He was so unimpressed. He had his legs fucking crossed and, like, his <laughs> his tie covered up by his poorly, like, thing of suit. And I'm like, you fucking doofus, just because you wear glasses. I'm Bush 3.0. I'm the emasculated new school Bush. Oh, totally. He's, he's, I might change into a woman in my second term. Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you should predict that, the emasculated one, because his wife is Mexican and he speaks Spanish at home. <laughs> On the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I'm calling it, and I'm not in any secret societies, everybody, so don't act like I'm predictively programming you and shit, but... Um, he says that, but he would say that, wouldn't he? <laughs> what else is going to happen? Hmm, let me make some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> From the skulls and bone and skin society. <laughs> but no, fuck yeah, Ronda Rousey holding it down for the bitches! <laughs> I, thought well, that that was, I thought that shit was tight. Well, that is that is very tight but um, and she's got this other rant she goes on about being um not being a do nothing bitch and all this stuff and hmm. just like being a handbag for a dude and all this kind of shit so she's fully yeah. empowering she dresses up in dresses and feels you know like she is i find her quite pretty but you know she does the pretty girl thing and then she goes in there beats the shit out of people in the most impressive ways you know on the planet and now it's paying off. It's like, holy shit. And she's coming to Australia in, like, um, November or some shit, fighting in Melbourne, and they're trying to set the record for seat attendance, and they booked, like, a stadium down there, and they're trying oh. to get over 70,000. Yeah, okay. All right, 70,000 people. Yeah. I might buy the main event, but personally, if you're going to a stadium thing, unless you're a high roller and you got some fucking dope seat, I don't really want to watch from the from the bleachers I'd rather see it on TV <laughs> what sort of clientele how many women would be there you reckon or it's all these dudes like yeah knock her fucking teeth out you know that sort of thing you'd reckon it'd still be pretty male dominant but with a character like that it's just like you know it feels like everyone's behind her and she's got such a good head on her shoulders like has this has this dope idea like, oh, <laughs> I'm in love with you but no like fuck especially saying shit like this like um 
They, they shouldn't even test for weed. It's not fair. <laughs> it's fucking like, oh, this chick is like an angel. But um, maybe you should go give her your number. <laughs> oh, you had that dream about her fucking you up, right? Oh no, that was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we we can do it, but now I think it's ruined because it's. A, oh fuck! I ruined it. Sorry, we've already said it's a bit. But. Oh, <laughs> fuck! I it's fucked that up. Bad, um, well, sort of related. It's just about me secretly thinking I'm in a relationship with Ronda Rousey, and I guess it works better now because she's going to be here really soon. Yeah, and um, it's, it's a sign. And the only reason I kind of think maybe it's happening while I'm not even awake is that I keep waking up with this really sore elbow and just jizz everywhere. <laughs> I guess uh, for uh, people that aren't familiar with her techniques, you should probably know that she's armbar to fuckload of people, so that's the elbow thing. But so that's your bar, yeah. getting your bar in her And that's arm. also why I didn't do this bit without you bringing it up or whatever. Oh, sorry, so it's okay. not really good. <laughs> We can cut it out. Do you want to cut it out? No, okay, that right. makes sense. But so arm bar, like you put the bar, you put the bar in her arm, sort of. Because <laughs> I have to say, that's fucking. No matter how much she's getting paid, she doesn't have to put up with that kind of fucking filth and objectification from you. Treat her with the same respect you oh, treat dude, a male. I think fighter. I'm in the same weight class. She would fucking pound me. It'd be some judo throws going on and shit. Yeah, I'm. A, I have a problem with you looking at her as a sexual being, sort of thing. No, no, I was talking about fighting with her. <laughs> Well, like I'm in the same weight class, so anger's inseparable from desire. She would destroy me. <laughs> oh fuck! A few hip throws, and I'd let her put me in a triangle, though. Yeah. Is that some weird S and M thing kind of thing? Like, get in the triangle. <laughs> get in the fucking. T- no, then you're going in the fucking square. Maybe it's the Tennessee triangle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a throwback to our fucking sex moves. Episode. You're in the triangle. I'm gonna put you in the square. It's like fucking play school for adults. <laughs> trying to fit it in oh this is a rather bawdy show this week isn't it <laughs> did you see this shit the um the New Zealand uh not the New Zealand team the England rugby team rugby union mm-hmm. um have released this parody video of the the haka mm. on the internet to try and psych out the New Zealand uh-huh. All Blacks rugby team sure and um it's just like a mashup of like Macarena moves and shit and I thought it was quite um quite funny, just like this piss take or whatever. It's it's lame as shit, but then it got taken fully badly, obviously by the Maori and community and yeah. this and like oh, we do it as a sign of respect for our opponent, which I think is like it is true, and they're doing it in their hearts that way. But there's that second version of it as well, where yeah. they like feign slitting like their own throat, which is sort of like saying I'm gonna fucking kill you, like slitting yeah. your throat. That's not real respectful either. Like, yeah, it's hard to say because I saw like it's p- fucking cool. It's part of this thing, and I appreciate the culture. Mm. But don't get angry when someone just parody videos your shit and tries to sissify your fucking harker shit so yeah. that you get upset before the game, so that they beat you in the game. Yeah, I like, understand that it's still just this like gay sledging. And they should have been. They could have been grateful. Oh, sorry, that's a bit on PC. Yeah, that's a bit on PC. I hear that over half of rugby players are actually gay. But um, the, the New Zealanders should be thankful that the fucking yeah, wasn't props some, to them. It wasn't some uh, sheep shagging sort of video and stuff. Just make, paying out the huck of the sort of better than oh you fuck sheep like yet again sort of. Thing. Yeah, at least it was, at least it was original. We haven't seen it before. Yeah, that's true. It's new offensive material. It's about time someone criticised the hacker. <laughs> <laughs> it's been getting away with that shit for ages. Fuck. 
I read it. Oh, this leads me on to it, it is basically just saying, yeah, like, look, you're dancing on the sporting field and shit. Like, haha, we can do these these little dances as well. But at the end of the day, we're playing rugby against each other. <laughs> well, sport is really just ritualized. We're just tri- going to play both sides of it here. Sport sort of really is just ritualized tribal warfare anyway, I guess. Totally. So leave it in, I guess. Except maybe curling. I can't see how that would have been some competitive sport thing. But do you really want white men doing the jive and jazz hands and shit before they throw down with you or something? It's a bit weird. That would be a bit weird. Or an Irish guy. Like, maybe Conor McGregor, next time he comes out to fight, he does a little fucking Lord of the Dance kind of... Ooh, I'm sure shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> He's got well, after he wins, like... My girlfriend showed me the other day this ad for... It's called Future Dance or whatever, and it's just a still, like, advertising, like, you know, this Lord of the Dance, River Dance, but... In the background, there's like a big picture has like a cyborg face. Like it seems like some future theme. Lot <laughs> of the dance fucking thing. <laughs> Directed by James Cameron. How crazy is that? Like Ben Elton, that British comedian, did a musical about like all the future. This oppressive. It's set to the music of Queen, but this future oppressive thing where the government's banned rock and roll. And I'm like, man, I like could not be bothered sitting through some fucking musical <laughs> about that. Like it must be so annoying. Oh. Danny boy fucking pipes are calling that song encourages ice really when you think about it hey Danny boy pipes are calling <laughs> I guess um since we've been on some pro pro feminism kicks or whatever yeah well, you know. another um another good story would be the woman who who burnt cheating boyfriend's penis with hair straightener gets suspended jail sentence mm. fuck yeah avoid the slammer yeah hmm <laughs> <laughs> damn bitch (laughs) burnt cheating boy's penis okay what I want to know intent often matters so was she doing it like spitefully or was she just trying to sort of like give him this nice sort of straight pubes like clean things up a bit and it was just a totally honest accident I believe that he um, consensually engaged in the punishment for his cheating ways meaning that he's just pro-feminist as well he's like yeah burn my dick baby I'm a cheater yeah yeah. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Ben. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I suppose... I suppose the privilege need to be punished. But yeah, don't get me wrong. This bitch should be in fucking jail. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you can't do that. That is a bit crazy. Yeah. Fuck. At least you didn't chop it off. Uh, Sorry, I was just going to mention before, you were talking about the sporting thing and sort of, like, taking offence over that, and... I saw Miranda Devine, who's a conservative columnist, the other day. She sent out a tweet about AFL. She's like, "What? Like what the hell or something? Did I just see like one of the players after kicking kicking a goal um, uh, do jazz hands? Like, oh, what a wanker, right? Or what a wanker!" <laughs> and someone wrote back, and I think this is correct. Like, um, he was doing Austra- Aus- Auslan, Australian sign language, and that's the kind of well, wave, how you do waving a hand, how you, how you do clapping kind of thing in the deaf community, and everyone's like, oh man, that was such a good burn, like she got she got owned so hard, but I see that point, but I don't know, it also seemed like a pretty wanky thing still to do. First of all, it seems wanky, and second, my problem, and I'm sorry to any listeners in the deaf community, but you won't hear this anyway, um, is that why do you need sign language for clapping? Why don't you just fucking clap? <laughs> Clapping is sign language. It's a statement. Even if you can't hear it, it's, it's a still, statement about not being able to hear it. <laughs> but why would they make the clapping thing this this jazz handy look? Because we know, can't hear that shit. This looks more exciting than your fucking thing that I can't hear. Uh, I've been watching. But bit- yeah, no, I agree with you. There's there's not really any place in um in sport for these like lame expressions or. 
I don't know. I'm all all good for a a good touchdown dance if it's um if it's brief and original. But mm. when it starts trying to get all weird and stuff with um yeah with these sort of political intentions like blindness yeah or, I know what you mean like or doing like some sort of dance that is part of your culture after you kick a goal like I know what, and I then mean, it has you throwing a spear into the crowd because it's sort of part of your heritage but I know what you mean like those black runners in 1968 when they won those medals and they got up on the podium and put that fist, fist up, in that the fist in the air, yeah. like I found that pretty disrespectful but some guy on, <laughs> some guy on 20 million dollars a year shucking and jiving in the end zone now that's that's what I want for the sport well, yeah. dude, that just mind fucked me <laughs> No, I'm down for that Panthers, the Panthers thing. That's mm. fucking. That was timely as well. Mm. You know, that yeah. was at the right time. That had some poignance and stuff. Mm. I'm not sure that these guys on the soccer field doing these sort of. It's not the Hail Hitler sign, not the Zig Hail, but oh, it's something the, close to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's the, okay. They it's, do these politically like charged things, and like when you do that over there, they take it out of soccer. You do it over here, and then. It gets really well, polarised and weird, like the Adam Goods thing. Yeah. You can totally see it from his side. He loves his culture and he's doing this shit. Mm. But the fact that he's doing something that is so poignantly Aboriginal in a way that, you know, disgustingly racist bigots have already been poking fun at yeah. it, with a name that we won't mention on. No, but, right. But um, they've been poking fun at that shit for years, so you're going to stir up that little percentile of the crowd that are fucking racist and jerks mm. and they're going to boo you and do this fucked up shit. Yeah. And there's going to be other people that boo you for their own fucking weird reasons and sure. shit. But I think he should have just rolled with it and been like, fuck yeah. But the fact that he acted all cut about it afterwards, is like, well, dude, you're stirring up these fucking people in the first place. Don't take games off well, and be a little bitch about that it. That story, yeah, I agree, because he's been so stubborn about it. You should it. stick by being fucking, um, you know, the yeah. dude. It's sort of I, fucking dude. dude. I, get <laughs> I get annoyed at that because he's sort of like, I'm doing this for this. And you're like, fair enough, but you could have done like this. And then some of the people in the crowd are like, no, no, I'm, I'm just booing because I don't like his performance and stuff. Like, oh, everyone else, I'm like, no, <laughs> some but, of these secret racists, yeah. some well, of these people that don't know why they're booing, some could, of these people that are legitimately booing because all they see is him pay some chick out and don't know what the deal was. And yeah. then it becomes this fucked up tirade of these like group of racist people that keep doing it for a long time. It could be worse. Soccer's a bad shit. I remember I saw a documentary about... Um, and don't forget people just trying to suck you out yeah exactly. like just fucking you up so it was in just be a fucking big dog and kick the goals and shit totally <laughs> it was in poland and there was two teams that hated each other from krakow krakow i think the city and one of them has historically been more leftist and unionist associated and had some jewish connections and the other team was more attra- um, attached to like they had some far right elements and stuff and they showed yeah. some footage of it right and um, Poland was working really hard to clamp down on the Nazi salutes because they were holding the fucking, like, European sh- cups there. But this was at some, like, national games beforehand or whatever. And uh, one team, the one that was more right when criticising the other one, was, like, I can't speak Polish, obviously, but it had the subtitles to their chants down the bottom. And they all started jumping up and down, waving their flags, and, like, the subtitles like, He who is not jumping is a Jew. <laughs> like, he who is not jumping is a Jew. It's like some fucking Borat shit. Well, I guess, yeah, sports bring out the best and worst in people, I guess. <laughs> so so I think you're right. Aboriginals should be grateful for that treatment from white Australia. Oh, dude, fuck. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Sorry, was that it? Sorry. No, I was, I was trying to stay on the empowerment kick or whatever, but... Yeah, yeah, no, I... Just I, take it in a fucked up way that people don't usually try and speak about. I do. Oh, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
sorry, that was that was pretty offensive. Um, well, to get to something more, I guess. Okay, on safer ground. Yeah, it's totally safer ground. It's criticizing a rich white guy. Um, we have a new prime minister, and I'm not going to dwell on it, Malcolm Turnbull. But two incidents that I think just sort of sum it up. What sort of guy? Um, he told a uni roommate. And he's always been boisterous and brash and everything like this, that he was going to be prime minister, preferably by the time he's 40. And the, the roommate was like, well, what, par- what party are you going to be prime minister for? And he's like, that doesn't matter. So that's, that's the first thing. <laughs> I think most people have a bit more deeply held kind of principles than that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And the second well, one... Well, that's, that's a truism as well. It's a, tru- it's a truism. It doesn't matter. Well, I would have thought, I don't know. Most of the others would have shaped it, but okay, I guess okay. But <laughs> this next one's more damning. Um, Kerry Packer, who we've mentioned before, and for all his many faults, you'd have to, I think, probably give him credit that he was probably a pretty good judge of character. Um, Malcolm Turnbull used to work for him, and Kerry's quote about him was, "I wouldn't want to get between Malcolm and a bag of money." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, fuck. Well, at least it could be good for uh, Australia's purse. Totally. Speaking of purses, my local member, Tanya Plibersek, accused him of mansplaining in Parliament today. What, like shaving or something? No, man... That's what oh, all mansplaining. mansplaining. Like, like dumping down. That gay internet term. Everyone's like, oh, she's such a hero. I'm not a hero, but like, oh, it's good using it, but I heard the audio and everyone in the part... What the, does that exactly mean? Like, it, using this dumbed down shit? No, it just means like, oh, when men try and explain something for women or whatever kind of thing, being patronising. It's mansplaining, like, okay, yeah, right, okay. And then, so, some of them were like, oh, that's good, but then most of the people in Parliament were like, huh? And one you of mean the, explaining yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> mean explaining shit. But you just said shaving then. One of the older guys, like, genuinely confused on the Liberal side, was like, manscaping. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, uh, mansplaining, so, so idea. she's my local member. <laughs> so, that's pretty cool. Um... <laughs> Brutal political attack, that one. Yeah, she was going hard, but she still doesn't understand. Stop <laughs> mansplaining, fuck. <laughs> I believe whitesplaining is also a term being used, which I think is what you did to Adam Woods. So. He's gone too far. We've all gone too far, and there's no coming back from it, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, Helen Mirren reckons as well that um, she should have said fuck off a whole lot more in her earlier career. Hmm. So that's one thing she's got for the young ladies coming up. And what else does she have? She's, um... It annoys me when I see men with their arms slung around their girlfriend's shoulders. And I like that one out of context, because then you can, like, ah, go crazy on her. But I think there's a line later where it says where it looks like they're leaning on them. So, like, I can take that. Hmm. Don't don't use your bitch like like an armrest. But, uh, at the same time, when you read that first little bit, and I was reading the article, um... I was just thinking, like, man, someone needs to duck the, knock the dust off that pussy. Well, totally. I mean, <laughs> I was just thinking that I won't tell you how to act, so don't tell me how to fucking stand. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's cool. She's cool, but fuck, I don't go over um over twenty three really. So over twenty. How old is she? She looks really glamorous and quite young, <laughs> quite young still. I think. Uh, 70, I believe. Yeah. Well, they say 70 is a new 40. Hell yeah. The Queen turns 90, This was, uh, like in a month or two as well, I think. She's like, I think, possibly one of, if not the longest serving monarchs in history. I think she's single, bro. No, she's not. <laughs> Prince Philip, he's the one. He's, about, he's the one that goes around making all the racist remarks. Oh, fuck, place. that's right. 
Well, that's trippy, man, because I saw her profile on Tinder. Yeah? <laughs> Looking to meet a lovely man. My husband doesn't even look at me. He's still busy polishing his medals. Must like corgis. <laughs> Come to Buckingham and show me what a man you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking disrespectful. She's still, she's still technically our fucking monarch, I think, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see this shit about um, Pornhub? Uh, they've made fuck tons of money, and then they're trying to donate some of it to charities. Yeah. And then because it's coming from Pornhub, sure. the charities are turning down all this like free money. Hmm. So they keep having to go to smaller charities and well, who's giving these donations? Which charities are ex- would accept it? Do you think? I'm imagining violence against women ones probably wouldn't take it too good. I imagine the Christian organisations wouldn't do it. Uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to think what sort of charity. <laughs> They've just announced a Pornhub $35,000 college scholarship. <laughs> I hope you don't. <laughs> what happens? Do you, go, do you get a porn scholarship to go to college? Well, I think so. I'm... Are you fuck good? I think I heard that they what go... What classes do you want to go to? <laughs> yeah, they do something like that. I think they are doing one I read. It was sort of to do with... You know, that might be... They used to have Golden Palace or one of those things like that. Um, they're giving scholarships to minority women for free and stuff because they get a lot of flack for it if they tattoo Pornhub.com on their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> or just slut. <laughs> oh, don't pretend. You've seen the videos. Fuck. One of those famous directors in Hollywood or something is known for writing horrendous shit like that on girls' foreheads and taking pictures of him. Really? Doing things, yeah. That Terry, is it? Oh, the one, the photographer yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, he's... Yeah. I don't know how you get away with Out of control. He's out of control. But he's so respected. Yeah, Polanski gets the same thing. I want that kind of respect. <laughs> 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 like dick in your mouth respect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have to volunteer some more time in the rape crisis shelter to make up for this show yeah sorry man I think I'm just too far gone today it's late I'm dehydrated yep I'm, I'm taking the Martin Lawrence defence what's the Martin Lawrence then? dehydrated been jogging just delirious yeah Google it or some shit. Yeah, he's got no. He's a quite a good thinker. I've one of his other lines that's always stuck with me. That's quite a good one. Is come on, you know, Daddy's a better cop when he gets some in the morning. <laughs> and bad boy's trying to convince his wife to fuck when he wakes up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's that's a pretty good sort of way of, way of doing it because it's like sort of you know your public service and stuff. There's not many <laughs> way you can use your public service to justify kind of getting so. <laughs> so Martin Lawrence is. What's he done? I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen him anything for a while, eh? I think he just morphed into Tyler Perry. <laughs> but they don't release his movies here, I think. Maybe he shrunk and turned into Cat Williams. <laughs> Maybe he converted is- into Islam. and <laughs> But his hair stayed the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I think he converted to Islam and turned into Cat Stevens. Um, <laughs> Like, didn't you used to be white? Like, dude, I'm Muslim. <laughs> um, anyway, on to the less problematic pro- topics. Uh, you'll like this. And this is on a theme that we do quite a bit or whatever. Is that uh, It's about one of these AI programs that they do, right? Yeah. And this one's called Android Dick after um, 
Philip K. Dick, who's a science fiction author. He wrote, yeah, some yeah. Good. He wrote um, Do Andros Dream of Electric Sheep, which became Blade Runner. And heaps of different movies. Yeah, yeah. Lots of stuff. I've read some of his novels. They're cool. Apparently he was like mad speedhead too. Um, <laughs> that's how you get that shit done. But uh, he said this. They've been working on this program called Android Dick since 2005. And um, uh, they asked it, do you think robots will take over the world? It's been getting progressively better, right? And they asked it, do you think robots will take over the world? And, you know, it's one of these learning robots and picks up things people have said and stuff. And it says, don't worry. Even if I evolve into Terminator, I will still be nice to you. I will keep you warm and safe in my people zoo where I can watch you for old time's sake. <laughs> so that's the sort of shit we're dealing with, everybody. <laughs> I will keep you in my people zoo. That's what they're coming up with. Well, that resonates with um, the possibility with simulation theory and all that, that that's already happening now. We're living in the people zoo yeah. and some future fucking electrobot is just running this people simulation to experience some sort of humanity that's not just fucking ones and zeros. I think you're just watching The Matrix again, dude. <laughs> I'm living The Matrix. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Robots or aliens, you reckon? Who's more likely to be behind behind it all? I reckon that that it probably is one of those mind fucks where the aliens are just the future humans. Yeah, that would make sense. So the aliens, uh, the aliens are the future humans. Okay, <laughs> just coming back, just so fun. far detached from what we know. So it seems like aliens. But what? Okay. Yeah, but they can't make us aware of their presence because it would fuck up the whole fucking timeline <laughs> continuum and shit so that's why they just come and sort of show themselves like drunk rednecks and shit <laughs> let's go fuck with them let's go fuck with them <laughs> so I guess on a more on, on the same sort of I guess broadly philosophical thing um this is one of the craziest I mean humans come up with some nutty philosophies really don't we um, we come up with some great stuff but <laughs> um I like to say that a good law of people is that most most resources are finite and stuff but there's no limit to the human capacity for self-deception <laughs> um, by coming up with crazy shit and you know Cecil the Lion who got killed in Zimbabwe there was a big uproar about it because some rich Republican was it like a caged hunting thing yeah a rich Republican went over and from Arizona shot this old deer lion and like put the kind of stuff online obviously not just at um uh, animal advocates, but the whole broader population, you know, there was a big outcry against it. It's one of the things that goes on social media, um, especially animal rights activists. But one of the craziest arguments I saw was from these radical vegan type places who seem to believe, from what I can tell, in fact, they do. I studied to make sure I wasn't getting it right, that as well as us eating meat and everything is uneth unethical it's sort of unethical for these lions to be killing small animals so we're actually doing a good job by preventing more animals from suffering <laughs> are, you, are you fucking serious fuck we've made ourselves so safe that humans are just completely disconnected from the horrors of fucking reality and i actually looked it up and the term for it by the way is if you kill a like a high food chain mammal and it fucks everything up it's called a trophic cascade that's the effect that it has further down the food chain um but you know, I, I, I would... fuck shit up bad. You, I saw this documentary yeah. about Yellowstone, and then when they introduced wolves, the wolves back yeah. into the ecosystem, the rivers got better, and totally, you know, just fuck. There is a natural order of things and shit. And if you artificially fuck one thing up or introduce something that fucks shit up, it can fuck a whole lot of shit up. But dude, don't you seem to realize we could end the suffering of these kind of poor gazelles and stuff? <laughs> I thought we needed to end the suffering of these poor vegans. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll buy you a hamburger. <laughs> get like, it's bad and shit. I don't want animals to be, like, you know, plastic bagged over the head to get killed and all this weird shit. Waterboarding them and shit. Yeah. yeah. If you can give them a pretty sweet life and then do it in some pretty humane way. But, I like getting protein easy, you know. When they figure out the protein pills and all that kind of shit made from plants and all this shit, I'm down. I don't really give a fuck, but for the moment, steak's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, but that's even, that's even another issue. I suppose what I was shocked by is that it, the moral vanity of the humans sort of doing it to being like... There's already a lot of, like, moral vanity. It's trying to say that we're above the horror of being yeah. alive and having to die. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to be disturbed by that, that blood and all that stuff that happens. We need to detach ourselves from that so that we can be... Oh, yeah, I mean... These fucking enlightened Jesus being. It sort of is. And, you know, our society has alleviated a lot of suffering and stuff like that. But imposing that sort of human political framework of, like harm minimization let's end suffering and then fucking taking it to a natural ecological chain and everything <laughs> i don't know it just seems it is it's a sweet way to aspire to be i'm not trying to completely fuck it <laughs> no i'm fucking like, it, i think it's it's good to be like oh super positive and trying but not, it's not, not harm these animals and all this kind of shit it's, not, it's trying to give us another yeah. thing to feel guilty about and another problem to fucking throw money at well yeah what are you going to do if you save all the animals and protect them from killing each other and shit and feed them all protein pills and shit mm. there's not we're going to have the population problems that we're having with fucking humans so mm. you know <laughs> the natural order seems to work pretty well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does until certain populations get out of control, I guess. Not mentioning anybody. Rabbits. <laughs> the Irish. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't think we can deal with them the same way, though. No, they breed the same way. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm part Irish. I can, <laughs> I can get away. I can have a little crack, as they say. I think I'm at war with the Irish. <laughs> Maybe like 3,000 years ago or something? Or? No, we've been in war with them since then. <laughs> well, I'm part English and part Irish, and uh, so I sort of. I think I got part Scott and some yeah, I got a miniature bit of, bit of French. And I, got, I got a little bit of Scott, yeah. Heaps of Aussie, mate, though. Heaps of Aussie, yeah. <laughs> well, like Morrissey said, he had a good way of putting it. Uh, Morrissey from The Smith. He had his album called Irish Blood, English Heart. <laughs> But then like he's lucky he didn't get blown he, up in the 80s. He says crazy shit now. He was saying the other day how fucking vicious... And he was like, Chinese people are vicious and evil because of the stuff they eat. He's a vegan or a vegetarian. Well, and, yeah, that fucking... But he that uses, explains itself. He uses it as a getaway. He says the craziest racist shit. He's lacking protein and he's getting angry. Mm. <laughs> well, what was that law we can Dude, have? eat some fucking food. Some real meat and shit. Do some exercise. Yeah. yeah. Get out in the sun. Fuck. Get those endorphins fuck out those bad feelings <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think telling Morrissey to do that is going to work too well yeah go, on, go play your trumpet cunt can't, <laughs> can't you just fucking cheer up to it? I'm so sad I've been inside for days I get no vitamin A that sort of thing yeah it seems like um some depressing shit can can make good art but you got to be resonating with that kind of mood and more and more these days I'm sort of I'm more in that party mood, you know, just like, fuck bitches, listen to all this hectic hip-hop that's just, like, nonsensically just, you know. Hmm. 
you're what do you call it, like yeah you're wallowing in the degeneracy of our civilization <laughs> I think. and that's fair and I don't say that in a patronizing way because I do as well too. <laughs> um, and it's like you know you can be like well I appreciate symphonies and Mozart and stuff like that but you know I'm probably uh, rather gonna listen to like Trap of LE3 by fucking Flack or Waka Flocka Flame or whatever you know but like bitch better have my money um, I suppose I'll, I'll give my fucking um, knob of the week, which I think I invented and started before, <laughs> right? Um, you know, again, I'm whining about knob of the week. Thank you. I need a little jingle. Um, the pedestrian tunnel that I always walk through, but that's like the main place that I interact with the public. Um, so it wasn't homeless <laughs> people he's got this time, but dudes handing out flyers and stuff like that, right? And this dude dressed like a fucking idiot hipster kind of thing, right? And <laughs> and just handing out... And I've seen them before for all sorts of places, little cards for, like... Did he have tartan or plaid? Or? It looked like he had a kilt of some sort and, like, a, a big white jumper with, like, a graphic on it and shit. I'm like, whatever. Um, so everyone walking past, right, and I've seen them there before, just handing out, like, coffee, da 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 do this. And, you know, you can hear him saying his spiel a bit as you approach, and he's like, every, everybody, t- torrents of people just walking past him. And he's like... Anybody, uh, to, what, buy one coffee, get one free? Buy a coffee, get free, get a free coffee? No? And I'm like, are oh, you fucking can't, like saying it in this sort of this wounded sort of challenging way? Like, no, like, I'm giving shit for free and you don't want it? Like, no? I'm like, oh, you motherfucker, give it a fucking rest. I don't know why that, that fucking annoyed me so much. You would have had to be there to see his tone, but. Was he quite, quite a. Intimidating guy? No. Yeah, no. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll leave it alone. <laughs> like, like, what What are you meant to say to that? Like, oh, no? And you're like, oh, actually, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I shouldn't have passed you're up the bargain. bitch you into buying a fucking coffee. Yeah, like, sorry for disrespecting you, bro. Like, sorry, I keep dropping bitch this episode. Fuck. What's coming out? <laughs> this is this is our week. But that dude is a bitchy dude. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is our week. This is our annual misogyny episode, and then we'll go back, we'll go back to normal and stuff. Um, so that makes sense. And I guess... Uh, I guess comment of the week is another thing I do. Internet comment of the week. And uh, this was from some far right kind of like Nazi guys upset that Turnbull got in, right? And I consider myself pretty good. Some Australian. Yeah, I'm Australian Nazi guys. Yeah. group. Yeah. I consider myself pretty astute politically and like rhetorically and at working out what people mean and stuff. But I've been puzzling on this one. Does Mr. Turnbull know, not know Islamic invaders repeatedly attacked, plundered, raped and murdered the Greek people? Perhaps a short course on the fall of the Byzantine Empire would help. Mr. Turnbull might as well attribute Aboriginal art to the Rum Corps. The fuck are you talking about? I don't even know what. What's the Rum? The Rum Corps is like the fucking police that were here during colonial times, like the soldier police. What are you talking about? I don't get the analogy, and it doesn't. I don't know. Fuck. Fucking people on the internet, man. That's just fucked. <laughs> you see this shit? Um. They reckon because of the water in Fukushima and stuff, it's not necessarily this, but they found this um, giant wolf fish off this island, Hokkaido or something near Russia. Yeah. And um, it seems to be about twice as big as they usually get. Sure. And they're showing me a picture now. It's pretty fucked up. What's it called? Sorry. A wolf fish. A giant, giant wolf fish. A giant wolf fish. And, and they're saying that they speculate it may be because of the radiation and stuff from the Fukushima yeah. disaster. Yeah. I can it's imagine It's actually that. making these little three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's pretty hectic. Cause they're I, just giant motherfucking fish. Because I remember following at the time, and eventually they were like, we have, to, we have to put this shit into the Pacific. We've been trying not to and stuff, but it's either go into the air or fucking we have to put it into the Pacific. I heard another rumour about it that 
potentially a lot of this shark action that is down so much lower than it used to happen before. Yeah. Um, could be. I don't really know. It's like wishy-washy shit on the internet, but from the Fukushima thing as well, because there's so much pollution up in the northern oceans now, it's pushed heaps more sharks down into further south. Okay, yeah. But I didn't find it from any particularly credible source. We'll have to um, try and find some shit on that. Yeah, okay. I've also heard that our populations are declining because of that. It's like a delicacy in China and stuff. (laughs) Um, So between like... What, shark fin soup and all this stuff? Yeah. Like, so between those two options, we have a choice of what Asian country we want to like racially scapegoat for the environmental problem, (laughs) Japan or China. So that's coming handy down the road, maybe. Well, you reckon we should cull them and then blame it on... No, that, that, I'm saying if, <laughs> if there are problems with them, it's either the Japanese with Fukushima or the Chinese with eating the sharks, you know? <laughs> or the sharks eating you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are top of the food chain, really. I mean... Did you see that video um, went through the news a week or two ago with mm. Mick Fanning at some contest? Just oh, the surfing. surfer guy, yeah. Where was it around a here? great white just comes up underneath him and, like... It was a huge shark, anyway, yeah. and just sort of hits him under the board and... I think he punched it in the face and yeah. nothing really happened, but it'd be fucking scary. Punching down with a shark. <laughs> it would be fucking scary. I, I hear gouging out their eyes is the best thing to do. Yeah. They really don't like that. <laughs> Gets them mad, but they can't see shit, so you're a bit better off. I'll probably just try and Michael Winslow those bitches out. What's Michael Winslow? Yeah. Like, you just mind fuck yeah. these sharks. That noise gets some killer whales to come help you and shit. <laughs> Aquaman! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those in trouble. Well, fucking killer whales are pretty crazy. Um, there's a good thing about them down at Eden on the south coast Um, here. It used to be a massive whaling port. Of course, Australia used to have a lot of whaling um, back before we didn't. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a big port. And the humans that went out and everything, there were, I forget what they were catching, like sperm whales or humpback whales or something. And killer whales, orcas and stuff they sort of left alone and they realized the orcas their favorite part of this other whale was its tongue but sort of hard to get to and stuff like that so the human fishermen realized this and started keeping the tongues which didn't have that much value as like you know they were using them for blubber and oil so keeping the tongue and throwing it just to the orcas and stuff and the orcas started assisting them in catching the other <laughs> not just as a one-off thing but like pretty helping much helping them hunt every day of the whaling season they go out and sort of meet them at the same spot and everything and the whales <laughs> will take them to where the other ones are sometimes help them and stuff to get this sweet sweet tongue and then get the sweet shit back from them <laughs> yeah it's pretty fresh yeah it's pretty cool so next time you feel sympathetic for that willy motherfucker being locked up remember that he's in jail for a crime you know oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it. ocean mammals are so fucked up it's so weird to think that they um oh, no. were either waiting at some point or maybe even completely on land and then went back into the sea <laughs> totally the elephant seals and shit like that they just look so fucking <laughs> you're like how the fuck did that evolve what environment is that <laughs> like it kind of went back in and they still like kind of chilling out of the water and scratching themselves with their fin hands but no they do I yeah. yeah they um wade in these these pools of water when it's heating up a bit and scratch off their old skin and shit with their flippers and sort of a bit further down from the end of their flipper you can sort of see these fingers still yeah yeah it's really tripping but fuck that's crazy i can sort of picture on that same note and i have no basis for saying this particularly but that maybe they had a common ancestor in the elephant i can imagine this half (laughs) elephant half seal thing fucking around in sort of mangrove swamps and stuff (laughs) with the scuba (laughs) trunk 
And then one of them went, they're like, fine, we'll go our separate ways and shit, you know? It'd just be a scuba trunk, but it'd be better if it had eyes on it and could do this periscoping and shit. Well, I saw it in a documentary. <laughs> I saw them um, one of the BBC documentaries filmed from underwater a bunch of uh, elephants swimming, and they're pretty good at it. <laughs> They've been trekking through the, you know, Botswana kind of desert and got to a waterhole, and they're super happy and relieved and stuff. <laughs> They've been fending off attacks by fucking, like, tigers and lions and sh- shit. And, uh, yeah, they swim through there, and they make it look pretty easy and everything. They're quite smart. They're quite intelligent, apparently. Yeah, I think I've seen that as well, where they're, they're kind of sunk down to their mm. head, basically. Yeah. Do you know that babe, elephants have the longest gestation period of any animal? The um, the kids are in the womb for two years. <laughs> it's pretty old school. Yeah, it's hardcore. Although, oh, speaking of fucking reproductive things of last, uh, large animals, I was discussing the panda with someone recently, and it's fucked up because the whole panda thing is it's super, super hard to get them to breed, right? Like, they have to be super in the right mood and everything like this. Apparently, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Like, they, <laughs> they show them in China, they show videos of other pandas fucking to try and get them to fuck. And, um, you know, they often don't like them and they don't take to them or whatever. So they're picky and stuff. Um, and you sort of wonder how they kind of... That survived and stuff. Like, why would they evolve if they were that fucking stupid? But I, I believe it's because they used to be... They're herbivores, right? So they eat bamboo. And they're pretty big, so they have to eat a lot of fucking bamboo. And China used to be covered in it before it was covered in Chinese people who... It's it's weird as well, because they actually used to eat meat. and they, really? Yeah, and they developed the bamboo diet... And that's why they have to eat so much bamboo. Yeah. It's because their stomach was yeah, originally built for meat and shit. And to digest all this cellulose and shit, they have to just eat so much bamboo to get their protein. Yeah. Well, I hear that the large, yeah, the large bamboo grasses that used to be native in China and everywhere and sort of has since been gone, that was just like, you know, an ecological specialty. And it enabled them to live sort of, they lived heaps far apart and only made it in spring because they needed massive areas of the bamboo to eat and everything. So when that got cut down, now they just thought fucking in jail sort of basically it seems like um pandas are the ultra politically correct or you know the you could say the feminists of the animal community or or whatever sort of group like that because they um or the vegans yeah the vegans of the animal community because they turned their back on meat and shit yeah went ran away into these hills where they can just play around and just eat bamboo and shit. Why is that feminist? I'm missing the feminist thing. Yeah, I fucked up with feminists. It's more no, vegan. Right. Yeah, and it's more racial because it's black and white. <laughs> like Obama. But, um... But, yeah. but they did. They just... Uh, they took the higher ground and ran away, even though their fucking digestive system... Okay. ...doesn't really agree with doing this shit. They're like, nah, fuck it. I'm not killing any other animals and shit. Well, speaking of not taking the higher ground, if you did want to do a feminist thing, you could kind of relate that kind of picky sexual nature to going out to a club or something. <laughs> but we'll take the higher ground. Um, they're doing their best to live ethically in an environment. We just want to eat fucking... What's that shit? We just want to eat kale and, you know, we'll go to spin class and I don't, I don't really want to fuck. Maybe later. I know. And when we didn't we brush on that sometime that um well the panda because they- you got the ma- male on male homosexual relationships that get hypersexualized sometimes. We're we talking pandas still. No, like humans because you get Could, just male last, libidos. Last one quick. I, <laughs> I think the panda women they've really let themselves go. Yeah, if you have a look, <laughs> and maybe they might get a bit more. Sorry, go on. Okay, but yeah, so you get the the two male libidos. Oh. And not all the time. You can get different personalities and it may be just the model of a standard sure, relationship. Sure, speaking, yeah. With so many guys, yeah. there's this heightened libido in yeah. comparison to a, hmm. a 
average female. Sure. And you get these chronic relationships. So on the flip side... And then lesbian bed death on you the could, other side. Yeah, you yeah. could say that there's the lesbian side that if you were both traditional... You know, if, if we're going general and average females... Yeah. Then you wouldn't have a heightened sex drive in the relationship at all. It'd just be the moderate female... Like... The moderate female. Sex drive kind of thing. God. But I guess this doesn't apply to all of humanity all time, but it seems in the first world this is the sort of way we're going. It's like empowerment, but you don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I think that's a, that could well, be... I'm going to wear the short skirt, but you don't get to fuck me, all right? I think that could be... <laughs> no, I think, I think you're being unfair and it's a little dis, dis, disrespectful and everything. And saying that women have low libidos, it's just that they're sort of... I don't think they really No, their sexuality is more capricious, like a river. <laughs> Unpredictable. Whereas the men, it's sort of like two Mack trucks kind of drag racing, you know? I'm trying to get the wolves back in to get this river flowing properly again. Well, you've got to get the wolves down at the club. <laughs> Let's get this river flowing, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It's Yellowstone up in this big arch. <sighs> that's no good. That's no good. <laughs> um, I suppose what it proves is that we really just are animals at the end of the day. Fuck yeah. But animals with technology, and I think that's sort of what the problem is. Yeah, that rant, sorry, was a bit nonsensical and everything. No, I think, I think you take some of the point. No, I, okay. No, go on. What, what, what was it? Okay, men have... Gays have their... Because it's like... Oh, we, I, was just trying charge, to, right? I was just trying to go all three, but it just strung out too far. I was just saying that the panda thing related to the initial lesbian comment hmm. that I shot down and then you reiterated and made it kind of a bit more legit. Yeah. I was making it even further legit by saying that, yeah, the lower sex drive of the panda could be equated to lesbianism because, you know, arguably, they if look- you had two average females, it would be a lower drive than two males that are kind but, of wanting to... But they're not getting two female pandas to try and <laughs> <laughs> So what's your point? <laughs> they look That's what I'm saying, though, that pandas are the, are the feminist... Oh, okay, all right, okay. ...of the animal community, like male and female pandas. Just yeah. their group. They are the feminist vegans of the animal community. Well, what animal is sort of like... I guess the wolf, really, is the problematic sort of jock alpha, <laughs> alpha type. <laughs> But you need all kinds. You need wolves and pandas. Those orcas seem pretty fucking out of control too. Just, yeah. They just want to eat tongue and fuck. Just throw the rest of shit away. the It's sort of what humans do though. We go to restaurants. <laughs> have a delicacy. <laughs> so you, much trash. Humans are pretty good at getting to the top of the food chain really, isn't it? That's probably our greatest achievement. I think. I've heard a bit about this, about what our most seminal sort of achievements in in history were and stuff. And there's good arguments for each of them. Um, fire is obviously a good one. Um, whoever the fucker was who first used out how to use a rock as a tool. <laughs> um, and there were two, I forget the name of them, but there was using a rock just to hit shit. This is like an anthropological term. And then the next one up was using a rock to hit other rocks to make more specialized shit. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty fucking genius. <laughs> We're just sitting in a loincloth somewhere. You got a bunch of time on your hands, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Development of agriculture was a pretty good one, but at the same time, it just sort of started all these problems. <laughs> so let's keep fixing them. <laughs> every problem, every problem fixed is a problem created, though. That's the problem. The problem that needs to be fixed. Like the pandas, we've we've got to help the pandas to fuck now. <laughs> We've got to protect gazelles ethically from other lions that are murdering them. 
It's a human's burden, I think. I don't think we should protect the gazelles from the lions, and in that context, in just straight-up logic, I just, you know, we probably don't need to help the pandas to fuck either. Unless, unless China has mismanaged their habitat so much that, they have, yeah. that their change in diets actually a result of not having anything to eat. Yeah, there's like a lot, then, then it is the human's fucking responsibility. But I, I believe so. I believe if they just bitched out and went up into the hills to eat bamboo, then fuck the pandas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, by now we've heard enough about it. These turtles should really know not to get their heads stuck in those fucking six pack canisters. Like how, <laughs> how long has that knowledge been around? And they're still going. Um, but the pandas, I believe it is there. I believe that a lot of China's environmental problems aren't even just like new pollution caused ones. Like huge parts of the country have hardly any birds because everything's been chopped down for rice paddies and stuff. So there's not many trees, so there's not many birds. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a tough crowd to place, China. <laughs> birds are so pretty and shit, but... <laughs> That you mean women, or are we on the birds? Yeah, sorry, yeah, like right. l- real bird animals. <laughs> yeah, I saw a real bird animal the other day. What, but what you're that? like, oh, oh, they're so nice and these bird songs and shit, but when you see them eating like other animals, it's pretty fucking horrific still. Just yeah. pecking this fucking shit to death and pecking their eyes out like crows and stuff. Dude, there was a thing the other day, someone... Pelicans had... swallowing other little birds whole while they just struggle in this thing's gullet and shit. It's like... It's epic dinosaur shit that you're watching when you see them feed, but then the rest of the time you're like, oh. Someone posted a couple of months ago some, you know, lorikeets are around everywhere? Lorikeets absolutely tearing into these strips of fucking meat. And, like, <laughs> scientists were like, we've never seen this. We had no idea this happened. <laughs> now they've done a study on it. They were like, what the fuck? It was just like a social media post, like, look at this, lol. And someone's like, that's not meant to happen at all. Just like, remember, like, these raw bits of meat, these little lorikeets, like, ah. Just <laughs> it's pretty crazy. There's fucking, everywhere around where I live, there's... Well, you change the environment and you change the ecosystem. Yeah. And because we've got all these bins everywhere, there's a fuckload of ibises everywhere. And they're so dirty. They're such dirty fucking animals always rummaging <laughs> around in the bins. And there's tons of them. I like how the crows fuck shit up intelligently and, like, under yeah, rubbish cool. bags. and Yeah, they can get shit. Drop nuts into oncoming traffic to crack them. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. you got seagulls around here, right? Yeah, the yeah. seagulls are more just these annoying. They're like pop-up ads on the internet. Just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> awesome. There was some dude filmed on a GoPro. He was, and it's probably probably your fault, cunt. Mm. But he was filming himself putting chips in his mouth and letting the seagulls come up and take yeah, him pro- that, I'd say off his it. face and shit yeah, like that. That's probably so. his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Makes for a good video, but dude, fuck. Unless you want trying to, to eat my chips at the beach. You want to blame them like you blame the pandas. Well, if the seagulls hadn't done this. <laughs> I like this new thing, sort of applying human morals to the animal kingdom. Well, I'm a filthy troll today. It's been fun, though. I oh, know, it's been fun, yeah. Thank, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, everyone. And yeah. Any abuse you want to send, don't forget, send it to our email address. Yeah, any abuse. And we want to make it clear, we're not misogynists. We're not having a go at women, but uh, it's funny to make jokes about it sometimes. <laughs> Oh, dude, and like I said, I'm fucking on board. Ronda Rousey. Yep. Fuck yeah. Ron- she won the game. She won the game for all of you, and I'm, I'm just so proud. Ronda Rousey, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> um, Ron- Ronda Rousey's knocking the bitches out, you know? Who would win a fight between Thatcher and Rousey? <sighs> what, like physically or verbally? <laughs> Politically. <laughs> I think my money's on Rousey either way. She's got the she got that young spirit, you know. <laughs> oh. 
She's got that young spirit, okay, yeah. And she'll cry before she goes to battle with Thatcher, and I think Thatcher would cry afterwards. I don't, I don't know if Thatcher would cry. I don't know. Okay, in a fight, she'd, <laughs> in a fight she'd get beaten up, right? But, obviously, but it, her power was sort of crazy, okay? She was she was the leader of, like, all these... Oh, dude, yeah, I'm pro Thatcher, too, in terms of, yeah, like, a general not knowing what the fuck she did, but being such a fucking boss. Just because you support women, what women do. That's yeah, when they it. boss out and just do it yeah. up hard and yeah. they're not complacent and they're just winning the game for everyone. Yeah, but see, the problem is she was conservative, so she was the wrong type of woman to be powerful. <laughs> um, but anyway, she was there at a time when um, there weren't many women in, in politics and stuff, and I thought this was a pretty cool line or whatever, and all the... At first, they sort of discounted her, but then she won and kept winning and had all the like all her members of the cabinet would all be like who are all like you know powerful like eaten educated Oxford things and they'd be like da 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 but they'd all try and suck up and like uh, you know appeal to her in cabinet meetings and stuff and or play favourites they'd try and be her most popular and everything and this happens with every administration right <laughs> yeah. and she would like you know sort of reward the good boys in public and stuff like that and one of her lines about one of them that she really liked she's like the others bring me problems he brings me solutions <laughs> and such a good diss on the others as well as a kind of compliment so that's so much more comfortable and refreshing than um, anything I'd ever heard quoted from Julia Gillard you know <laughs> I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to remember anything she said. I mean, she got the meaning of misogyny wrong, and then one of the dictionaries from Australia, I can't remember which one, went back and changed the meaning of misogyny from the hate of women or whatever it was to reflect the mistake that she made in Parliament. They're like, no, what what she said was actually right. (laughs) Well, let's be be honest here. There's no problem with sort of calling out bad shit because you know people yeah i'm just saying that the language she used was wrong and then she got celebrated around the world for basically fucking up and using the wrong terminology when she was trying to shit on another politician and then she got celebrated as a hero for this thing that essentially is a fuck up but here's the thing it's it's, (laughs) here's here's the thing every one of these stories right okay and obviously there's more women participating in politics they need to be able to carve out a space you know I'm down for it okay okay, yeah I know you don't have to to keep saying that shit a gillow stop apologising you fucking (laughs) pussy (laughs) anyway anyway just wait just gotta get a beer yeah just gotta go get a beer (laughs) honey get me a beer I'm not gonna get it but um (laughs) you know but the whole thing is right is that according to this any criticism of their argument because they're a woman in a position of power is infused with your sexist attitudes towards them, right? So then, they are, then they're sexist for objecting to what you're saying. That goes onto the internet, onto Twitter. People publish it, journalists saying, oh, this is an outrage. Other women enjoy it. Guys get on there, make genuine sexual comments, send the female journalist messages saying that they're going to rape and kill them. Oh, yeah, the that fe- shit's fucked. The female yeah. journalist then posts screenshots of that and get more indignant women to come That's and have a, a look at That's a separate issue to me, though. No, yeah. no, but the point is that it's just... It's not about the original argument about, oh, who said this wasn't bad or that fucked up. It's just a, the sort of way it plays out and everything. It's just for clicks on fucking BuzzFeed. It's just and that there's assholes everywhere and they all have a fucking keyboard, yeah. Yeah, everyone's got a fucking opinion, really. <laughs> so, um, I mean, what's the moral of the story? I mean, don't listen to... Hands on. Be unapologetic. Fucking do whatever the fuck you want to do. Train hard as fuck. Mm. And just... <laughs> dominate. It doesn't matter now. You can, um, you can go... Hopefully to a country near you that has enough rights for you to get in something and 
make the most money that you fucking can. It doesn't really seem to apply in Australia or America or these places that you can get involved in cage fighting, which is like, like we said, the most masculine thing that you can probably do from a layman's perspective. Cage fighting. <laughs> now anyone can make the fucking bucks. I guess uh, politics has something to learn. Maybe the wage cap shit's all about that um, government jobs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and the fact they have to go have women. Uh, Stop they, preaching to the masses. And that they have to go have babies, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what can, what's an analogous thing to men that they can't do? I guess there's guys... I'm to talk about that shit, man. There's guys, doing, there's guys doing ballet, I guess, as well, which is sort of the equivalent of a chick doing cage fighting. <laughs> um, but I think that really, I mean, everyone's everyone's saying it's good that she's broken some sort of barrier for doing this and stuff, like doing the fighting and, you know, because it's a masculine thing. The Gillard thing? No, 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 the Ronda Rousey yeah, thing. Ronda, yeah, Ronda. Rousey. But, uh, you know, it's not new. I've been seeing ads for jelly wrestling at Mount Druid RSL for ages. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so between Thatcher and that, it's like uh, the glass ceiling got smashed a long time ago. Like, can we move on to something else? Like transgender? Caitlyn Jenner, hello. As long as everyone's enjoying it. Fuck. As long as everyone's enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Fuck, I hope hope you guys are enjoying it too. Is, is this thing on? <laughs> on the dark web, apparently, there's this thing where they hook you up to one of these first-person shooters and it's run by, like, fucking some mafia or some South American people and they sort of make a little environment and have, like, actual people they've kidnapped and so you can pay, like, to hunt. Like, the Cecil line, you're hunting on your computer and when you, like like punch and kill them kind of thing they actually have a video and like you're killing the real person when you click him up no shit no I just made it <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was that Sega CD game all over again with the hmm. the faux rape scenes and although, all that shit although I did hear what I'm 1995's fucking apparently Chinese <laughs> Chinese prison guards were making their prisoners um I forget the t- term for it but in uh, like Warcraft where you just have to like they call it slashing or something where you just have to keep like grinding through shit to get experience points chopping trees and you yeah, can get money for it chopping <laughs> trees the, the guards just making the prisoners do that for their accounts and then like trading shit online I'm like that's pretty dystopian sort of future <laughs> yeah that's grinding out bitcoins in a Warcraft game, yeah basically yeah aren't we all just but gr- it's real money because they're selling what they're, yeah, selling, they're selling the resources shit, yeah. for real money yeah they're selling it for real money so it is <laughs> It is like a labor camp, sort of. <laughs> but there's no real sort of material being produced at any single point. It's fucked up. Oh, so do you reckon then it's propaganda in the news when you hear in China that, oh, this this boy just randomly died in an internet cafe from staying up playing video games too yeah, long? Or I mean, do you reckon it's actually this um, Warcraft sweatshop? Warcraft sweatshop, I mean. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people go missing every day in China. You know? oh, I heard about this fucking... Heaps of babies get stolen. That's crazy. I don't know the details, so I won't get into it. But there was, like, a fucking son... A guy who'd lost his, and his job now is going around giving, like, awareness campaigns to schools about how your babies can get kidnapped. Not for, like, even by pedophiles for sex stuff, but just stolen babies to sell in the black market. So. Missing children is... Yeah, that's a fucking episode of its own. It's so fucked up. Mind you, they got enough. I wouldn't miss them. <laughs> I I understand not um not reporting suicides and stuff that yeah. are at places that are common for suicides because mm. it can be encouraging mm. and all that kind of shit. Which is fucking it's kind of shit. So you try and not encourage it. Yeah. Like you want people to get help or whatever, call someone. <laughs> but yeah. um, the number for lifeline. <laughs> Beyond blue. But fuck. Uh, speaking of Beyond Blue, it's funny. Jeff Kennett, the former, um, he was the spokesperson for Beyond Blue and depression. 
um, the former Victorian pre uh, Premier, and he's like, everyone gets so hard, like, there's so much stuff slung around and everything, like, we need to do this, and, like, that's his full-time job, working for, like, depression and mental health, and I heard him on the radio, like, Malcolm Turnbull's gutless, he should be ashamed of himself, and just thinking, like, <laughs> the craziest sort of, like, personal, like, like, psychic, like, personal attacks on him and stuff, and I thought that's pretty fresh. <laughs> oh, sorry. My half-thought, then, was, um, the... The suicide thing was basically that I can understand why they don't report like a place and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But why don't why don't they report the missing children thing? That's fucking weird. Right. There's way more missing children in Australia than you would think. Like if I looked up the stat now, I'm sure it would be kind of fucked up. If I looked in my basement, it'd be kind of fucked up. And it's not like you want to hear that shit and be fucking depressed all the time walking around. But that's not like one that's going to encourage people to go out and make children go missing. It's like <laughs> yeah. that just seems like this fucked up weird thing that. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't get into it. It seems to get into some conspiracy-like ground. But yeah, I mean, yeah. And all that shit There's that goes on awareness. in the UK oh, yeah. government and mm -hmm. the Belgian government yeah, and yeah. arguably other governments around the yeah, world. No, we probably shouldn't talk about Entertainment industry that's getting blown yeah. open and stuff. So. I, I don't think we should talk about that. My, my, <laughs> my lawyer's told me not to. <laughs> How old's your girlfriend? <laughs> I wouldn't call it my girlfriend, but... <laughs> That's a Woody Allen story. Yeah. We're, not, we're more like lunch buddies. <laughs> I visited her at lunchtime. I go when the bell rings. <laughs> That's a good Woody Allen bit. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a dark topic we don't want to talk about, and you got you got me off, so... Well, that's I'm, what I was saying. It could yeah. be a whole episode, yeah. but maybe we'll never do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the suicide, apparently the train... I don't want to have to look over yeah. my shoulder when I'm driving. Uh, that, that's depressing. So we'll go back to what I was going to say, which it was Father's Day the other day, and apparently the trains are heaps bad on that day, because people throw themselves in front of trains on Father's Day. <laughs> no shit? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm. Well, fuck, someone put that in the news. You motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 Deadbeat dad is dead flat dead. Seriously though, sorry for the downer guys. Fucking get on the shit. <laughs> is, that, is that your solution for some party? Party up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get your get your Corey. What's his name on the Melbourne kid? Oh, Corey. Oh, what's his name? Corey Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, he was. He was. They so basically Project X, that movie or whatever, yeah. is basically just based on mm. the Corey Delaney party. Yeah, he was pretty... Stay out of control, cops have to come, just way too big, just fucks yeah. out. He was pretty wild. That was his moment. His interview on TV was pretty funny too. I don't want to take this I remember thinking, what a fucking asshole at yeah, the time. Yeah, but he it too as well, yeah. But now, when I'm looking at, back at it, oh, dude, yeah. And because the chick's like, don't you think you owe his apology and stuff? And he's like, nah, the party's pretty cool and stuff. <laughs> they just not take it seriously. It's <laughs> pretty cool. But but at the same time... Like, like using a current affair as yeah. an advertising platform, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, that's going to be the highlight of his life. It's all downhill from there, I think. <laughs> Funnily enough, that suburb, Narrawarren, it's a big suburban place in Melbourne. Um, it's also notable for producing, I think, Kath and Kim. They were from Fountain Lakes, but it's Fountain Lakes Shopping Centre is in this suburb. It's based on that, where Party Boy Corey was. And, Another hilariously and, and, unfunny Australian show. Yeah, and also the Muslim teenager last year who stabbed two cops inside a cop station and then was shot to death. In Narrawarren? Yeah, Narrawarren. God damn, son. So it's all, it's all kicking Yeah, that there. guy was out of control, stabbing yeah. people in the neck and shit. Mm, in the cop shop, too. Fuck, we all want bacon, but wait. Um, so that's what Narrowarren produced. <laughs> I thought I'd go away with that one. Oh, he can't even eat bacon. Fuck. Unless he was a hypocrite. Maybe that's why he was giving it back to them. 
Oh, I can't eat this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just put a skewer in it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they framed him. Fuck. <laughs> just trying to give him, give him the bacon sandwich back. And they just accidentally fork themselves while they're trying to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's a bit harsh, but you know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Our police do a fine job. We shouldn't insult them like that. Keep it up, boys. I mean, yeah, this... this Just is... keep turning the blind eye to the uh, to the weed laws because you know they're fucking retarded. Totally. Yeah, I guess they are. They're too busy with other shit, right? You know where... What accents are? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's probably just a, um, a vaguely Western Sydney accent. Western Sydney meaning... It has no no racial alliance or allegiance <laughs> or cultural significance so so what it's what? just western sydney bro mm. what are you looking at me like that for i'm just wondering what sort of culture it's like the white man that's trying to take the accent of another culture to be more intimidating than his oh hello i'd like to rob you with a knife please yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's like Woody Allen, the Jews in New York. Like, Maybe you, if I sound like the people I'm scared of, I'll be more scary. Would you mind handing over your wallet, man? <laughs> yeah, that shit, that just it just sounds wrong. I mean, this could lead to a bad place if I keep doing examples of it. <laughs> yeah, but it just... It's yeah. no different to doing some chab accent or some shit. Yeah, well, that's okay, because they're white. So oh, can... it's okay to do a Chav accent, because they're white, mate. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's sort of snobby and elitist and class, class-based class hatred from you, but, but <laughs> at, at the same time, you know, everything's everything's a crime, so you might as well have some fun, I guess. Um, uh, I don't know. I, feel, I do feel genuinely guilty. Is it is it worse to, to pay out a higher-class English accent? Mm, no, that's because that's criticising people in power, and that's justified. Oh, cool. Mm. And Australia's born on that shit. We're a motherfucking prison, Colin. Mm. Totally. Break the chains. We did break the chains. <laughs> we did all right from being a prison colony, huh? Fuck yeah. Sydney would have been a fucked-up place back then. I read a history of it and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay... I read that... Actually, I did read when they... Because, you know, they brought the first fleet out, and which was apparently the largest single movement of humans in history at, up to that point. <laughs> Sending, like, however many it was people in a convoy from England to fucking Australia, right? That's messed up. Um, and the first night, it was chaos on the ships. It was mainly men, but there were some women. And then you had the officers of the class, and they got off first at Sydney Cove. And a fuck ton of scurvy. And a lot of scurvy. A lot of scurvy. And a lot of slappers. And a lot of fucking thieves. But uh, there was a storm that night. Just like placentas, vomit, and fucking... Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, jizz, and... <laughs> imagine, imagine that boat, the bottom of that boat. Fuck, they'd be bucketing that shit out. Even the barnacles would be fucking jumping ship, you know? <laughs> um, but this is true. When they, went, when they got to Sydney Cove, where Circular Key is, where all those glittering skyscrapers are now, right? Um, that's where they disembarked, and all the officers and stuff got on got off first, and it was storming, right? It was January, it was a big summer storm, and they let all the prisoners off and everything like that. And, of course, they weren't in cells and shit, because, you know, where are they going to get to? And <laughs> under that storm, the first night of sort of white Australia's history, the scene was that they all descended into a massive orgy, all the prisoners and stuff like that, apparently. Really? On the shore, after being on there for so long, with the officers watching back up on the hill towards where Parliament House is now. 
Um, and so thunder and lightning and heavy rain illuminating just this crazy, like, Dante's Inferno scene of, like, <laughs> the worst Britain has to offer all the people and stuff just having this wild fuck session. And I read that, and I'm like, I didn't fucking hear about that in the history books. Yeah, they're dickheads. Why couldn't we hold on to that as part of our national history, you motherfuckers? That was in a book by Jan Morris, by the way, who's one of my favourite authors and used to be a man called John Morris and had a tr- sex change operation, so I'm not hateful. She's a brilliant author. We could have been the land girt by sea and built on orgies. What the fuck were they thinking? Oh, I guess it was the prisoners, though. Yeah, yeah just let them go. Yeah. Oh, let we them never go. really overthrew the, um, the system. We just elevated the consciousness of this shitty system. What, by fucking in the rain? No, just by existing, because like there was, there's just more, more prisoner colonists than there was Legit. fucking guards and shit. You know? Yeah, that's true. You wonder why they didn't just take them over and fucking bum rush the fucking guards and shit. So that's why we're fucking dope, fellas. Yeah. That's why Australia's number one. <laughs> I worked this out. Oh, if if someone wants to give me a call, I heard that because Turnbull overthrew Abbott, there's a lot of right-wing people that are going to be upset and they might start their own party. And um, I already came up with a name. I've planned this through ages ago and um, it's going to be called the Aussie Freedom Party. So if <laughs> oh. they want to pay me some royalties and get onto that. No. You should just hold the website yeah. and then sell it to the the first like crazy racist party that like offers the most money to I know I do have some morals though, and it's it, not... so- it sounds like one of those get the fuck out we're full kind of parties <laughs> <laughs> what's well, it called Tony I've been a few of those you rock up and they're like do you have an invite what was the name of your uh, oh, the Aussie Freedom Party yeah Aussie Freedom Party it sounds pretty um Cronulla Riot style yeah but yeah no I know what you mean those get the fuck out with full parties that's what always happens in like Maryland's and shit and some <laughs> people getting glassed you know <laughs> the fuck off with full parties <laughs> you get to the door like get the fuck out of here it's the best party ever not just a good party, but you know, we got a good country. A good party for a good country. And it's been a good show. It's been slightly racist and sexist, but entertaining, I think. And, <laughs> um, you know, I just want to say, I'll leave on a legit thing. Is Mao Zedong said, women hold up half the sky. And I think that's a nice sentiment. I think it's true. You know, we covered a fat spread again. <laughs> <laughs> we did cover a fat spread We're indeed. Pro-feminist, anti-feminist. Anti-feminist. Um... I pretend... I don't know. I don't even know what I believe. Pro-gay, and then I said gay in a way that would make gay people disappointed. So, totally. You know, we're just covering all bases. Um, well, you know, I mean, it is weird, because we're, f- we're flipping all over the, the switch, but... Um, <laughs> flipping all over the switch, all over the shop. But uh, who was it? One English writer, I forget who it was, like Samuel or someone, he said, a foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of small minds. <laughs> and I like that because it's an excellent answer to give when someone accuses you of hypocrisy and they can't really argue back. <laughs> um, so I would like to give also a big shout out to Dr. Luke Coffey, who had a birthday, and uh, Mr. B, our friend, our little friend B Ran, who had a birthday and a Bucks party, which I attended for just about a day on the weekend. Oh, nice. Shout out. Yeah. Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. It was, uh, yeah. it was pretty rowdy, but pretty good fun. <laughs> I brought out pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Do you need a day off or what? Yeah, I took a day off. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to, but I stayed the night. Um, they had a house up on the central coast, or some people there I hadn't seen for quite a while. And um, did you have to sign any waivers beforehand? You can't talk about it, or no? It's all good. It's just with the bros and stuff. <laughs> it's all cool with the bros. Um, yeah, lots of cool people, lots of fun times, lots of laughs. 
Um, so yeah, happy birthday to those two as well too. Yeah, boys, they kept it, it up. They kept it real. Hopefully, they're listening to this. Yeah, and thanks to all our listeners. Hit us up at uh, Cones if, if and Doe if we've got any left. Um, so C O N E Z A N D D O H at gmail dot com. Straight up, send us whatever. You can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. I think we're going to end today the song I wrote a couple of years ago called Expressive Youth it should fit kind of nicely with some of the um, some of the themes we've been running on today love, power, sex, death things like that yeah a bit of pro-feminism bit of <laughs> bit of jizz in your face <laughs> alright see you cones see you though Expressive Youth oh. There's a battle going on inside your mental state, son You gotta think, stack a whole bunch of chips up and stir the chicks up They get a tingle in the crotch when they wanna fix ya But fuck that, only roll when they wanna chase I'd rather decompress, depressurize all over your face Give you a taste of scores of the Nugent And take a Polaroid or two of you when I'm splooging Balloon Nugent Getting slapped can hardly walk the halls Implicative violence can take a boy by the balls And now you want them all even if they don't know it Peers paying for crimes Deep down they know they owe it Cause the masses blow it Yeah, the same old fucking story Collective retardation in a world of and glory To the ignorant No wonder I get so fucking distant Who wanna be attached to this broken, outdated system So long, I keep a bonging all the songs And I never see a day when I'm ever gonna grow it up Keep fresh, get it going for some pep Eating lollies with my greens and the teacher thinks I'm Waking up, growing down when the adults are around Got a stash of smoking pistol, but the ball that even get up Play it cool, don't offend the wrong fools Just respect your own rules, man I've been a kid so long, I keep a bonging all the songs And I never see a day when I'm ever gonna grow it up Keep fresh, get it going for some pep Eating lollies with my greens and the teacher thinks I'm Waking up, growing down when the adults are around Got a stash of smoking pistol, but the ball that even getting up Play it cool, don't offend the wrong fools Just respect your own rules, man Can somebody tell me where's the fucking felony? A couple of road plans, exaggerated penalties Heavily, balls are there, stagnating revelry Collectively keeping tards in the dark Playing cards in the park and I'm yelling shithead I'll try and make your face pregnant, I nearly did it Then I pull out and douse, I renovated your house Now your bodily functions take time to settle down I didn't mean to make your bed and line it But I meant to make the pie with the white in it And if you're worried about the nine, I'm a time in it I like the way that you look when you're mining it <laughs>